0: The quarantine has kicked the crap out of a lot of people and businesses. In my neighborhood, I've seen a few for-lease signs in the windows of restaurants and retail stores, but some have forged ahead. Some places offer contactless pickup or delivery options. This, on its own, has changed one of my most essential, most critical purchases. Booze. No longer do I need to go down to the liquor store or beer store and make sure that I'm there during normal working hours. Now I can order beer and liquor online and get it delivered on the same day within hours. Or I can Uber Eats a restaurant and order a small side salad and a bottle of Jack Daniels 12 Coors Light and a six pack of Michelob Ultras. Hey, they're good for your waistline. Or just order six beers from my local watering hole on a midday afternoon. A quick walk one block and I can grab a beer to go and something that was basically impossible before. Uh, The pandemic has really changed the things we buy and how we buy them. Have your purchasing habits changed? Are you buying things that you didn't before? In this episode, we'll dive into the changing purchasing patterns, what people are buying, what they're not, and where they're spending their time these days. So are you one of those people bettering yourself during the pandemic? Did you sign up for an online course, start working out every day or building the front deck like you've been planning to for the last five years? Or are you like me, binging on booze and Netflix while maintaining a steady stream of contactless Uber Eats deliveries, all while that exercise bike in the corner just collects dust? If that sounds like you know that you are not alone. According to a Nielsen poll, off-premise alcohol sales were up about 24%. They asked people about their purchasing patterns. Only 17% said they stocked up on booze. 41% said that they did not buy any more than normal. But when they looked at the real purchasing information, they found a 25% year over year increase in alcohol purchases among that group of people who said that they didn't buy any more than normal. So. Basically people are buying more booze, no surprise. You're stuck at home with your spouse and kids and have very little to do. No school for the kids, no sports, no activities to burn their energy. Oh yeah. no sports to watch on TV either. That sounds like a recipe for alcoholism. If I've ever heard of one, apparently wine and liquor sales have increased higher than beer. That's definitely been the case for me as well. For me, I think that liquor is kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure story, And and that kind of works pretty well. You can have lots of mix, a little, have it on the rocks or pure, whatever you really need in that moment. Well, alcohol is the obvious one. Oh, and so are, you know, hand sanitizer, cleaning supplies, travel, grocery store purchases. Restaurant and Starbucks expenses are way down, while grocery purchases are way up. But what other choice do you have? The journey to the grocery store is also one that results in an immediate uptick in my liquor use once I get back home. First, you have to line up, maintaining social distance and feeling like cattle on the way into the slaughterhouse. Have your mask on, take your cart, move quickly through the store. I hope you made a list. It's a stressful experience that involves me striking things off my list just because an aisle looks too busy. Or that middle-aged lady ahead just takes up the entire bloody aisle, totally zoned out, staring at the canned soup section, deciding between chicken noodle or minestrone. So you say, screw it. I don't need any soup, pasta, chicken broth, or crackers today. Just hightail it over to the frozen food section for 13 Dr. Utger's pizzas, a couple of bags of French fries and four family sized bags of Miss Vicky's on the way to the checkout before getting the hell out of there. So grocery stores are doing all right. A recent survey by McKinsey and Company asked people how much time they expected to spend on a number of activities compar- compared to how much time they would normally spend on them. The biggest anticipated increases in time were in these areas. Movies or shows, uh, video content like YouTube, uh, cooking at home, home improvement, texting, chatting, and messaging, social media, live TV and news. I mean, fuck, who has cable nowadays? Uh, Not really surprising uh, when you look at the full list. So basically, people are trying to fill their time by streaming shit, watching stuff, cooking food, which we basically have to do. And messaging people. I mean, that sounds pretty much like the basis of our existence these days. But what I find particularly interesting are the categories where people were expected to decrease their time. Reading print news was number one. Oh my god, no surprise there. I didn't realize you could even get an actual newspaper anymore. Working. No shit. Most things are closed or on reduced hours or shuttered completely. So clearly that's going to be going down. But number three, though, was video games. Video games. Why? I mean, it sounds like a gamer's dream. Stuck inside, nothing to do. No one can nag you to better your life. Um, Maybe that's it. Maybe gamers are stuck inside with their families and are being forced to do things like cook, and get shamed regularly for how many hours they spend playing Call of Duty. Looking at what is down, there are some obvious things there. Restaurants, retail, hospitality, airlines and transportation. There are some others that I hadn't really thought about before. The wedding industry. That does make sense. I mean, you cram a hundred or so people into a church and reception all day long. How do you socially distance a wedding? Some people are trying it, you know, getting hitched and having onlookers stay in their cars and honk when the couple says I do. This actually seems like something I could get behind for the long term. So you're telling me I don't need to get dressed up and sweat my ass off all day long. I can avoid the in-laws and getting in shit for getting Aunt Lucy too drunk and exposing herself on the dance floor. But what is the expectation for gifts in a socially distant wedding? With no dinner, I mean, I guess I don't need to feel ashamed about whether I'm able to guesstimate the minimum price per plate cost or spend time rummaging through high-priced gift registries and deciding whether I should choose something random or head on down to the adult fun superstore for a real gift from the heart. So maybe I can avoid all that. Although maybe this means that there will be day-long Zoom ceremonies and mailed out pre-made dinners that you'll have to heat up yourself. I mean, that still sounds better. I can flip off the camera, pour a drink mid-ceremony, and wear my pajamas all day. As we get into the recovery phase, I wonder how many changes in purchasing patterns are going to stick. Are buffets a thing of the past? Are cruises? Concerts? Patio beers? Maybe it's all about the daytime drinks moving forward. If you were a fan of Mad Men, like I was, you probably watched that and thought, wow, that is the life. Imagine working and drinking scotch all day long, chain smoking, and operating under minimal pressure, other than when you have to crush a presentation to a client. You know, we are living in a modern pandemic version of Mad Men today. If you crack into that bottle of gin mid-afternoon, who's going to stop you? Cheers.